0: Welcome to the Elements Podcast for January 2009.
1: Welcome to the Elements Podcast. My name is Joey.
0: And I'm Katie.
1: And since this is the first podcast of the new year, we wanted to talk about something that's really important to your financial life, checking accounts. Now, I don't want to be overly dramatic, but a checking account is the center of your financial world.
0: Yeah, without one, it would be difficult to pay your bills.
1: Or cash your paychecks.
0: Or buy stuff online.
1: Right. There's really no way to avoid using a checking account.
0: I totally agree.
1: So, with something so important, it's a good idea to be careful and properly manage your account. Otherwise, you could be facing hefty fees and headaches.
0: And starting your financial history on the wrong foot.
1: So, today's topic everything you need to know about using a checking account. Now, there's really one rule that is so basic and so easy that most people overlook it every day. Here it is When you have a checking account, the key is to always know how much money you have.
0: Brilliant! You're a financial genius. Move over, Donald Trump.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it's pretty advanced stuff, huh? (laughs) You're
0: right. It's basic, but an easy rule to forget.
1: If you don't know how much money you have in your account, there's a chance that you'll bounce a check, or overdraw your account. Now for any financial newbies out there, overdrawing your account means that you've promised to pay someone, but you don't have enough money in your account not cool at all
0: and even illegal in some states
1: once you overdraw your account you can start racking up fees especially if you keep writing checks without depositing money
0: a question that i hear often is what if the financial institution doesn't notify you when you've run out of money aren't they supposed to let you know before charging you a fee
1: actually the financial institution is not required to notify you when you've run out of money it's your job to keep a current and accurate balance
0: To help avoid bouncing a check, there's always overdraft protection. This is a service that some financial institutions offer that help to cover overdrafts on a checking account. There are many different ways to do this, and small fees associated with each. I would recommend that anyone with a checking account also have overdraft protection, just in case.
1: Definitely a good recommendation. As long as you keep track of how you spend your money, you should never have to overdraw your account. Here are some more tips for managing your checking account.
0: First, it's a good idea to keep a running balance in your checkbook register. This way you'll always know if you have enough money to write a check or withdraw cash at an ATM. You can also check your balance online, which will give you a rough idea of how much money you have. The reason I say a rough estimate is that your online balance won't always contain transactions still processing.
1: For instance, if you wrote a check to a friend a month ago, but they haven't cashed it yet, your online statement won't be accurate. It may look like there's more money than you actually have, and you might be tempted to spend it. So be sure to write down every transaction, Add or subtract these transactions from your total. It only takes a few minutes and it could help you from bouncing a check.
0: Yeah, and don't forget to enter all the checks you write, ATM deposits and withdrawals, deposits from other accounts, automatic payments, and point of sale transactions.
1: And reconcile your statement and checkbook every month.
0: You see, managing a checking account really isn't too difficult. You just need to always know how much money you have available. When you're ready to open a checking account, consider your credit union. Credit unions have a great reputation of offering the best checking services in the country.
1: And with that, we're ready to introduce the newest section of the Elements podcast. But first, Katie, I have a quick question. Do you know what Microsoft, Apple, MTV, Google, and Subway have in common?
0: Uh, no idea.
1: These huge corporations were all started by people under 25 years old. You see, anyone can start a business, and that's the theme for our new section, called Business School. It's our chance to help young entrepreneurs start or manage a business.
0: It doesn't matter if your business is mowing lawns, babysitting, DJing, playing in a band, or even starting up the next version of Facebook. We're going to cover it all.
1: In this first edition of Business School, we're going to talk about different business opportunities. Every great business starts with a great idea, but where do these ideas come from? Here are a few places you can look for inspiration.
0: How about personal experiences? For instance, Facebook was started when some friends wanted a way to connect with other students on the campus. Today, Facebook is worth billions of dollars.
1: Another way to be inspired is to think about what people need. Ask yourself, is there a better way to do something? Just think about things people hate to do and see if there is anything you can do to help them. How about tasks that people are too busy to do? Write down a long list of all these things and see if you can come up with solutions.
0: Another way to start a business is to do something that you're interested in. For example, if you love music and technology, maybe you can develop a way to help others use music and technology together. Maybe older neighbors need help downloading music or setting up their iPod. Write down a list of things that you're really good at and see how others can benefit from your talents.
1: Great business ideas have come about simply by improving on old ideas. Take ice cream for instance. I'll
0: take ice cream anytime.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, everyone likes ice cream, right? Right. right. But everyone also likes candy. So when Cold Stone started mixing ice cream and candy. And
0: pretty much everything else.
1: Right. They were innovative and took the ice cream industry by storm simply by improving on something that was already great to begin with.
0: Another way to find inspiration is to add value to an existing product. Just think about how many people have iPods. A few years ago, companies started making accessories for iPods, like cases, armbands, and speakers. Today, people spend millions of dollars on iPod accessories. Ask yourself, is there a product or service that you can add value to? Who knows? It may make you millions of dollars.
1: And who wouldn't want millions of dollars? <laughs> yeah. Well, with that vision in your head, it's time to wrap up our first session of business school and this podcast. If you have a topic you'd like us to talk about in the future, email us at feedback at elementspodcast.com. For Elements, this is Joey and Katie saying Goodbye. goodbye.
0: The Elements Podcast is designed for information purposes only and is not intended as professional financial advice. Listeners are always encouraged to check and confirm the information with professional sources. The information you have heard in this podcast is the opinion of its authors and is not necessarily the opinion of your credit union. The Elements Podcast is copyright 2007 by Subcat Inc., all rights reserved. No part of this podcast may be reproduced or transcribed without prior written permission of Subcat Inc.